Hey, Vanessa. Hey, Michael. I have to confront you about something. Okay. Last name. I'm telling you, this is like a bombshell. You mean my last name? Uh Uh-huh. Is the same as yours. Except for the fact that you've been parading, gallivanting, going about, roaming the countryside, still using your maiden name, Gugino. Oh, you're talking about my business cards? You tell me what I'm telling you about. Yeah, my business cards, because I've got about 40,000 of them and I'm too cheap to get new ones. So you're blaming your father because he bought them. If you want to go down that road, sure. I always thought he believed in our marriage. I thought we were like this. We were close. People can't see me. I'm putting my fingers together to represent how close I thought we were. But apparently, I've just been waiting for this all to end. At zero benefit to him. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Fireproof Your Finances, a show with 30 minutes of real questions, real concepts, and real answers. Your hosts are Michael and Vanessa Markey, a husband and wife duo with a playful on-air dynamic and common sense approach toward teaching listeners how to take control of their finances. Michael is the numbers and strategies guy who is passionate about solving financial issues. The standard deviation, I mean, I talk about standard deviation as well, but they talk about the the beta, the alpha, the standard deviation of the particular uh, mutual fund allocation that we're looking at. Vanessa is the down-to-earth voice of reason, pulling his reins in. Okay, but your $5,000 couch isn't going to turn around and pay for something if you have a catastrophic event. This philosophy has led Michael and his firm, Legacy Financial Network, to receive national recognition from being named one of the 10 most innovative agencies in the country by AM Best, to being deemed a local celebrity from Insurance Newsnet Magazine and a hero to the insurance industry from Life Health Pro. He has even been given the Moving America Forward Award from William Shatner. And now, here are your hosts, Michael and Vanessa Markey. Welcome, everyone, to Fireproof Your Finances. I am your host, Michael Markey, with me today, as she is. Lucky for me, lucky for us, all of us. She is each and every week, my wife, Vanessa Markey. And your caretaker. Hello, everyone. I don't know if I'm going to go with caretaker. I had to cut your salad today. If you're tuning in and you maybe haven't tuned in in the past or we just speak too fast and went past it. In college, I had two shoulder surgeries. And apparently, my body decided to defend itself by growing a bone spur. And we'll just make it simple. I, we were at a conference last week. Where the, I cut your salad there, too. The number of times I had to explain this. Because apparently, everybody over the age of 70 has had a rotator cuff surgery and everyone there was like the average age had to have been 74 yes and i'll just put it this way a lot of people get surgery on their shoulder because they had a tear in the rotator cuff i went you know what i've always liked doing a little extra being Mm. a little above the top yeah not because they severed it no i had two this is one example where two is not better than one i didn't rip it i didn't tear it i severed it but so, anyways, two more weeks in the sling and you're good to go. Yeah, it's getting better. Yeah. It still lets me know when I moved in an inappropriate direction. Mm-hmm. So what are our listeners going to learn today? We're going to talk about life insurance, mm-hmm. shady salespeople, 
Okay, that's not the title I was going to give it. But, all right. Okay, not shady. Relationships with people trying to get you to get stuff. Yeah, being salesy. Yes. And is that a good or a bad thing? And and I would say bad. Right. Um, And then we're going to go over a couple other things, but it's a C. Okay. So let's start with, let's start with this. So you had somebody come in this week. Mm-hmm. Why don't you, do you know who I'm talking about? My window people. There you go. The people who are just like my grandparents. Maybe. Yeah. No, they are. Half an hour conversation about that. This is Vanessa's, I, I'm telling you, I've said it to everybody. This, this is why ex- he is upset that my business cards don't say Marky. No, I'm really not upset. Your, your dad's, you know, your dad has made it very clear that if you, have, I, I, wait a minute. He's always said if, if Vanessa ever leaves you, why isn't it if it's ever <laughs> if you leave her? Because you can't. I know. You're stuck with me. I'm aware. You are the anyway. best. I will get. But he has he has made it very clear to me that if you ever leave, whatever the circumstance. He's going to keep you around. I'm still welcome at family dinners. You're the new Uncle Dave. So anyways. Does that make you nope. the new Aunt nope. Cheryl? Nope, it does not. Are you sure? Anyway, back you, to my lovely couple that I you met. You better hope they don't listen to this show. They don't. It's fine. Anyway. But if they do, we'll hear about it. I talked to this lovely couple on probably Monday. I don't know. We put a new front window in and she absolutely loves it. They had horrible, those nasty, old, decorative, weird front window patterns. Oh, the Mulans? Kind of, yeah. And so we just put something clear in and she loves it. She can look out her condo and her front door, blah, blah, blah. Long conversation there. Mm Mm-hmm. So then they were getting ready to leave, and I just said, you know, thanks for coming in, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, you know, you really sound like, you sound like somebody familiar that I know. And I was like, oh, really, do you? Do I? And she goes, yeah, like, I mean, my husband and I listen to this radio show once a week, and my brother's standing next to me, and he starts <laughs> laughing. I go, wouldn't be called Fireproof Your Finances, would it? And she goes, yeah, do you listen to it? And I said, no, that's me. <laughs> it was it was very nice. It was funny. Yes, she was yes. super cute about it. But she couldn't it was, <laughs> put together the names. Yeah, I don't know. But anyways, it was funny mm-hmm. in a way that it was just like, oh boy. Right. Your claim <laughs> to fame. Especially when your brother's standing there laughing hysterically. Right. Yes. So it's, I don't know. I, I thought that was an interesting story and, and, and funny and wanted to share. But going to, let's go to the, let's go to the interview that I had. And let's go to that conference we were at. An odd segue. Uh, it worked until you said that, though. So when we were at this conference last week, we you, you were there with me. Yep. And I don't want to give too many details, but just leave it at that. We we're at a conference somewhere in the United States. If you're <laughs> handy with Facebook, you can figure it out. Actually, I don't put anything on there. I didn't even put any pictures. I tweeted. Oh, you did. You did. Social media. It'll get you. I just gave it away. Anyway. I did. So we're at that. Conference. conference and there's a vendor mm-hmm. selling their services. I'm trying to keep this pretty ambiguous. Right. Describe that. Um not what they did, but just like how did it make you feel? Was it honest? Was great. it ethical? Not great. I'm not even saying that it wasn't ethical. It was just the way that the dude came off. Rubbed you wrong? Yeah. Just from the beginning to the end. It was just kind of like yeah, no, I'm good. Now, do you I rem- don't care how famous you are. Do you remember why I wanted you to sit in that meeting? 
Because you part. thought it would be interesting. No. I have heard that person speak now three times, two times before this event. Mm-hmm. And I had a heart, like there are things that he would say that I was like, he really cares about people and it's a relationship and he wants to help people be successful. And when he's marketing to advisors and firms like mine, that means you're helping break through that objection, that, that, um, that noise to be able to help more people. Mm -hmm. But as much as he had that message, I would get this message like, I'm going to make you rich. I'm going to make you famous. And and you're going to do something like that mm, snake oil salesman. Right. Voodoo hippie oils. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's the impression that I got. We were supposed to go up and talk to the vendor people. And Mm -hmm. I just didn't talk to any of them. I got cornered. I did not. Cornered by him. And then he started like lumping things together and like, oh, but you don't need this package. You need this package. And I would. But by the way, I wouldn't right. offer. I, I I can't offer this package to most people. But, right. But your experiences, Mr. Mark, I can offer it to you. Yeah. And then I'm going to I'm going to add this in combination to this one. And we're going to add this. We're going to add this. Oh, and I'll break it down into nine easy monthly payments. Of blah. Oh, right. And the reason I bring that up. Is I had you sit in that meeting because I thought he was a good, and I think, I do, I believe to this day that he actually, because I know his backstory, and this meeting he didn't give his backstory, and maybe I'm a sob for backstories. I will give you that. I love Rudy, I love Rocky, and I like Creed. Mm-hmm. But I believe he's a good person. But I wanted to make sure I didn't get duped. Right. I interviewed today. And I don't, we, we, we don't hire often. Like we, we hired somebody recently, but it was like a friend of a friend. It was like a personal contact. Other than that, it was apparently six years ago. I said three years. Then I did the math backwards. I'm like, well, it has been six. Right. Um, but I, I experienced something like that today and it, and it bothered me that I met a really good person, I think, but I don't think they have, I, 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 very salesmanship. And does that belong in this industry? Let's start there when we come back. Let's take a quick break. United Airlines makes it easy to fly from Muskegon County Airport with a travel-friendly schedule and competitive airfares. Haven't flown from Muskegon in a while? Fly locally with a short commute and parking located just steps from the terminal. Check-in and security lines are never more than 50 passengers per flight. At the end of your trip, get your bags quickly and be home in no time. Flights depart daily at 6.30 a.m. and 1 p.m. Starting mid-February, the evening flight arrives at 11.20 p.m. to maximize return flight options from most locations. It pays to check Skegan first at united.com. Everyone knows I like to focus on quality. And they know I try to rein you in and focus on cost. It's rare to find both top quality and low cost at the same time. Think again. GRMusicLessons.com has a plan for every budget. Owned and operated by Tom Buffum, a Christian music teacher who played for the Grand Rapids Symphony, the Jubal Brass Choir, and graduated from the University of Michigan. He's been giving lessons since before we were born. Go to grmusiclessons.com. That's grmusiclessons.com. Welcome back, everybody, to segment two of Fireproof Your Finances. Before Michael goes on a tangent about something. No tangents. You say that now. It will turn into a tangent. I very well promise you that. Anyways, please do not forget to connect with us on Twitter. Mike actually got back on it. 
a little bit excessively last week. I think it was three. Rapid fire, five or six weeks. in a row. But anyways, we are on Twitter at Fireproof Show. On Twitter.com. Yes. Yes. Say that quickly, honey, and stutter through it again. Twitter.com. Yes. Um, we do enjoy hearing from you. It is always pleasant to run into somebody that likes to listen to us. <laughs> it's always surprising. We're like, <laughs> what do you mean you listen to the show? But anyway. <laughs> so you interviewed a dude today. Yeah, I did. And so there's some... He doesn't think he's salesy. Right. Nor would he want to. But... I don't think anybody really wants to think that they're salesy. I don't know. So he, he looks at me and maybe the interview is not going well. Maybe I'm being too quiet. I don't know. Maybe you have the deadpan look on your face like you're going to stab him with a fork. Because you get that sometimes. I don't understand. This is why people think you're intimidating. They do. Yes, because you sit there with your grumpy cat face on. Why does it got to be a cat face? You've never seen grumpy cat memes? No. Okay, continue. (laughs) Interview is not going well. I guess. I don't know what happens, right? Mm-hmm. It seemed like it was going fine. We started talking about basketball, and I even talked about MSU. But oh yay! <laughs> well, I mean, I, I do like Izzo. Anyway, doesn't matter. And he goes, "So you think yourself of a salesman?" And I'm not gonna. No, I don't. No. Nor do I think you should. If you're in if you're an investment advisor, you're a fiduciary. How you can't be a salesman? Correct. But I get it. That's. I don't know. That's going against the Bible of sales 101. I guess. I don't know. Um, and Anyways, goes, you said no. I yes, do not. Sorry, I got lost in the whole. I I don't know. I didn't really like saying Bible. Whatever. Doesn't matter. And he goes, well, yeah, you are. I, I didn't even answer. He goes, you're a salesman whether you think you are or not. I'm like, what? And he goes, well, when you got married, you had to sell your wife on marrying you. I'm thinking, like, are you calling me ugly right now? Like, first of all, if you have to sell somebody on marrying you, you probably shouldn't be getting married. Yeah. Why don't you ask all of Britney Spears' husbands how that worked out? Just going to throw that out there. I agree. He's like, so you are you're you had to sell her. And, you know, you're either selling somebody or they're selling you. I'm like, um, hmm. really? Hmm. And so here's this person who had a great background. A great passion, I think. It's the first time I've met him. Right. To help people. It was only about an hour, right? Yep. And, but it seemed like, he seemed so sincere. And it came with great praise and recommendations. So where do, where do you get that way? Where do you, you know, I, I said, you know what, at our firm, how would you deal with this? At our firm, we don't believe, we I don't allow. Right. Anybody to present a pro- if you just met somebody you can't present a product no zero you know line in the sand and that's right. not an Obama line in the sand this is a line in the sand you don't get to walk halfway down it and kind of wiggle it out there a little bit and then yeah I've built my wall it's up there you're not going over that one right I just I offended <laughs> you see that I offended both Democrats and Republicans that's all at a, the same time that's a skill good work. And he's like, well, you just got to be able to read people. I, I guess I didn't make myself clear. What do you mean? Right. 
I don't care if you can read them backwards, forwards, and sideways. It's not a first appointment. You don't ever present on a first appointment. Right. I go, and I, and I go, what do you mean? He's like, well, what if they're, he goes, oh, well, if they're ready to do it, you should do it. I said, if anybody's ready to do a, a you, you're, because he spent so much time telling me about you got to be relationship, not transactional. He's telling me all the right things, and now I'm sounding negative, but I, I, I mean this positive. He well, he's really contradicting nice. himself. He sat there on one end of the appointment going, well, you have to be relational, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And then turns around and goes, well, you just have to read people, and if you can present something on the first appointment, present it. And I, so I go, if it's something they want and it's they need and they can afford it and they can do it all today, what difference does it make waiting a week? Right. And I actually thought maybe he would say, well, what if their health changes? That would have been a rat. That would have been a logical thing to say. Well, mm-hmm. I could wait two weeks, Mike, but they could have something change in their health. Right. It's incredibly rare. It's low probability. And quite frankly, if some, the insurance company will tell you otherwise, by the way. But if something changes in your health within two weeks of you taking an application, say for life insurance, you get diagnosed with cancer Two weeks after you take an application for life insurance, they'll tell you, don't worry, we'll, we'll cover you. Maybe. Probably not. I, if you were my client, I'm going to tell you right now, that happens in two weeks. They're going to fight it to such a degree. It's not going to happen. Right. Maybe. You know, this the shoulder surgery, you remember rookie of the year? Mm-hmm. Kid falls and then like yes, breaks the yes, arm and the like tendon. It's your dream come true that that will happen to you. It might. Maybe. You're not 15. Yeah, but I'm going to pitch for the Cubs. Maybe. That's Am I? Pig, maybe. Yeah, so is an insurance company honoring a life insurance application a week after you sign it because you get diagnosed with cancer. Right. And I, and we do that kind of planning. So I'm not against life insurance. I'm just telling you, maybe. Unlikely. Right. It's like somebody signing up for health care and having diabetes right. pop up before the ink is dry. Yeah. So, Although you can actually do that now because there's no pre-existing conditions, but that was a problem back in the day. Let's move on. And it so, could be a problem going forward. We don't know. So here's somebody that, you know, I was talking to you about it. I go, I, I, I go, you know, maybe he'll be, he's not a fit now. Maybe a couple of years down the road, at some point he's going to leave that company he's with. Mm-hmm. And that salesmanship that's been indoctrinated into him will fade away hopefully and maybe at that point he's a fit but how do you protect your if you're a client if you're a consumer you know i had a, it took me and we were having a very transparent very candid that's a candid that's a, a type of conversation that's not going to be had with a consumer right how do you and it's not a absolute but how do you protect yourself from that how do you sniff that out if you're the consumer I mean, you do your research. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, on what, though? I mean, because if you did a research, a background on this person. That means you're going to have a second appointment. I mean, in my opinion, you shouldn't be signing paperwork for something if yeah. you've sat with somebody in their in your living room for 10 seconds. Sure. Well, but they were discussing, you know what? We're, he was discussing examples where they had three and a half hour appointments. It should never go that long. Yeah. Let's take our last break and then let's come back. We're going to finish that. We'll see if we still have the time for life insurance or maybe we'll just introduce it and do that next week. Let's take a quick break. 
Michael. What? Just because we don't have a car payment doesn't mean that you get to go on eBay and buy whatever you want because it was a good deal. All right. So a lot of our listeners know I probably have a problem when it comes to vehicles. We have old classics, even some new classics. We got UNX limo. We even have a fire truck. How do you find a place that can do everything? All those different type of vehicles, transmissions, oil changes, little repairs, big repairs. It's pretty hard. I've been taking all of our cars to Global Auto Works in Grand Haven for at least the last five years. And Mike asks the hard questions that nobody seems to be able to answer. So if he can trust them, so can you. If you're having car trouble, go to Global Auto Works. Their phone number is 616-499-4451. That's 616-499-4451. Say Mike and Vanessa sent you. Their number is 616-499-4451. Everyone knows I like to focus on quality. And they know I try to rein you in and focus on cost. It's rare to find both top quality and low cost at the same time. Think again, grmusiclessons.com has a plan for every budget. Owned and operated by Tom Buffum, a Christian music teacher who played for the Grand Rapids Symphony, the Jubal Brass Choir, and graduated from the University of Michigan. He's been giving lessons since before we were born. Go to grmusiclessons.com. That's grmusiclessons.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the final segment of Fireproof Your Finances. We are your hosts. It always goes by too quick. We love that you're with us. It's our pleasure. It's our honor, really. Mm -hmm. So before the break, we've been talking about salesmanship in the financial world. Yes. And it's hard to detect sometimes, I think, because they're trained. Right. We're trained not to feel that way. Right. And I'm having this interview. And I mean, this is something I'm struggling to understand why I'm bothered by this. Because it just, somebody who's trying so hard to sell you on something, and they are if it's a three and a half hour appointment. I'm yeah. just going to throw that out right. there. Or if you've just met them two seconds ago when they're pushing you to do something. Mm-hmm. Do they actually have your best interests or is it the whatever money in their pocket? Well, is there a difference between they believe you ha- they have your best interests and they do have your best interests? I think so, because I think that there are people trained to. Well, let's make it simpler because I just I, I know I'm interrupting. I'm sorry. It's my Kanye moment. Every episode. No, no, no. But I think this will work. <laughs> go ahead. Um, I will be more gracious than Taylor Swift. Go ahead. You, your dad is installing a glass handrail. I don't remember remember where, but your mom was telling us this story at his birthday dinner last Sunday. Oh, yeah. Happy 55th, by the way. Yeah. I get it right? Yeah. Ah. Amazing. And originally, he quoted it for just tempered. Correct. Right? Yep. Because that's what they told them, told him they would need. Right. Now, were they trying to mislead him? No, probably not. They just didn't know. Correct. So, and what did it actually need? It needed to be... Be tempered laminate. And our supplier for tempered is 20 minutes from his shop and turns things around in Mm -hmm. about a week. Our supplier for tempered laminate is in Detroit. Sure. And takes two to three weeks. Right. So it takes longer. Correct. But again, that builder. And tempered laminate just takes longer. But the builder, the owner, whoever it was telling him those things, they weren't trying to mislead him. They just didn't know the code. Correct. Am I remembering that right? That he was like, I would love to do that for you. It's cheaper. But code says I have to do 
Yeah, I don't know that necessarily the money was. I think it was the turnaround time at that point. Okay, we're splitting hairs here. But plus, it's, it's way money. more expensive. Yeah. Lead time is way longer. Oopsie poopsie, he wanted it in a week. Right, but there. I mean, how is that any different than finance? Because what I said is, or what my question is, was, is there a difference between somebody who's knows they're misleading or trying? What was that? It was basically that. You know, are they knowingly misleading you? Or, or don't just, have your best interest. Oh, I'm sorry. It was best interest. Yes. You know, that they know they don't have your best interest or they just don't know any better. Right. And I would think that back I, to the glass example. They just didn't know they needed laminate plus tempered. I did that right. backwards. Well, it, it's fine. It's fine. You want me to sound like I'm in the glass business? Watch no. This. They they didn't know they needed tempered lamini. Lamini? Laminate. No, they call it lamy. Lamy. You said lamini. Or, yeah. We're running out of time. There is a difference because some people, myself included, who worked for a company like that, went through the same thing. Sales pitch after sales pitch. So how do you, here you are the consumer, and this isn't a, you know, guaranteed, but if you're trying to play the odds, how do you siphon out or how do you make, how do you put yourself in the best position? I think you said it earlier. One thing was never sign on the first appointment. Right. I think that's great advice. Which also then gives you the opportunity to look into whatever company they work for. Mm-hmm. And if they're turning around 10 people a month, employees-wise, that's probably more sales. Yeah. I mean, not like as a corporate, but if your local branch is hiring 10, 20, 30 people, if it's a organization, are you saying if it's an organization that, that basically has a revolving open door for hiring. They're the they're the ones that bring everyone into the business because they right. hire anyone. Right. They're probably going to be teaching a sales system. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. I, I think I don't agree with that. I mean, it doesn't mean that you won't find a rep at one of those companies that you don't like. You might right. find somebody you really like. And there, there are good people there. There yeah. are people who Absolutely. take a step back and go, okay, I've looked at this. I've done my research on this. This is not good and this is better. But they're still going to be tainted from that level of... Um, Salesiness. I was going to say expectation. Salesiness. But you're around it. Right. So it It's the seem- environment. Everybody in there is part of that culture. It reminds me of when I went to... Uh, say, I, I went to a small boarding school, Orchard Lake St. Mary's, and, and I grew up going to Okemos. Now, in Okemos... We were considered for mid-Michigan good at, like, sport. We were good at sports. Mm -hmm. We had maybe one guy in the school who could dunk. I remember the very first open gym I went to at St. Mary's. Mm -hmm. These are non-varsity basketball players. They threw an alley-oop. Like, I can't even touch the rim, and you're throwing an alley-oop? I can't even dribble down the court. I could, what, what? Yes, I could. <laughs> I could shoot. I was the Larry Bird of white kids. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. Which is why you sat at the end of the bench. And actually, you weren't the Larry Bird of white kids because Larry Bird's a phenomenal basketball player. I, all right, fine. I was the manager that they lied to and put on the team. Right. I get it. You were the towel boy. Now, I promise you one last joke. Or not joke, but one last thing from that. Um, we're not going to get to life insurance. I do want to put a seg- you know, um, segue to that. Next week, we're going to talk about life insurance for succession planning, permanent insurance, or should it be term and invest the difference? And how would mm-hmm. that look? It's actually a pretty cool example, uh, one that we used here locally with a local business. Mm-hmm. Last one. So we're talking about Hope. because um, Yeah, whatever. Hope one, College? Yes. One of his kids go to Hope. Yep. And I said, hey, my wife went to Hope. 
And what is your child studying? And he mentioned nursing. I'm like, you know, I bet you they have a really good nursing program. Yes, they and actually I, do. And I said that because all of your friends are in nursing. Yeah. And I'm like, so that's my, you know, that's why I believe that. He's like, yeah, they pretty much, they either go for nursing or um, MR, MRS. And I go, nope. I go, what, um, what's, what's, I don't know. You got me. What is that? What what degree is MRS? You don't know what the MRS degree is. Is this a West Michigan thing? Yes, it is. I'm thinking like mastered registered scientist. No. Master. Nope. I'm it's thinking it's Scientology. To get married. Yeah. You go to college to get married. That's the whole big thing. It, it, so I'm like, what But is, he's thinking of Kelvin, not I, Hope. Oh, boy. So I go, what's MRS? He goes, Mrs. I'm like, nope, that's M-I-S-S-E-S. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what it is. And, you know... And maybe that's maybe that's where this thing went wrong that I didn't even get. Apparently, that's common. what you thought was going to shock me. Yeah. No. Well, he clearly doesn't know Hope College because actually Hope College is better, is very good at nursing, but uh, oh, also oh, oh. way better at computer science, and the science program. Is okay, let's well. get off the white horse here. This isn't a Calvin Just, Hope comment. Comment. I want you know what I, I am going to take this moment to thank my alma mater, Eastern Michigan. For not being part of the whole college scandal. Neither was Hope. We don't know that yet, but that's all the time we have for today. <laughs> we want to thank you guys again for joining us. It always is our pleasure. This has been another episode of Fireproof Your Finances. God bless. This has been Fireproof Your Finances. For more information, contact Michael J. Markey Jr. of Legacy Financial Network. Call toll-free at 855 855- LF Network or online at LegacyFinancialNetwork.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Mike Markey and Legacy Financial Network are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.